everyone, it's Lauren Kinghorn, Inspiring Mompreneurs, and today I'm with the lovely Francoise Pernet, or Fran, and she's a conscious parenting and transformative coach. Welcome. Thank you very much, Lauren. Thanks for inviting me in today's podcast. Thanks for being here today also for those who are listening. So I partner with mothers to walk through the jungle of parenting and life through transformative and conscious parenting coaching program. So what does it mean? It means that I work with overwhelmed moms who are struggling in teaching their children the best lessons and values and who are having difficulties communicating to create a strong relationship with them while at the same time wanting to be a successful and accomplished woman. And my vision is to help change this world one child at a time. So it's not something small, it's something big, but it's so much necessary. So how do I envision that? Well, by helping mothers be happy as accomplished women and moms while being a role model in order to raise confident and happy children. What is conscious parenting? If you want to put it in a nutshell. So I would say that conscious parenting is a term used to describe a style of parenting that usually focuses more on the parent and on the impact of mindfulness on the parenting choices. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's rooted in a combination of the Eastern style philosophy, but also mm -hmm. the Western style psychology because there's also coming from the Eastern part, the mindfulness that we don't have so much in the Western side. You know, here, for example, in France, they will straight away go and see a psychologist because they believe that everything can be handled by a psychologist. But in the Eastern style, they will not have this automatism to go mm -hmm. and see a psychologist. It's a different way of living. So it's a very mm -hmm. good mix, a balanced mix between both, both sides. But most simply, conscious parenting asks that instead of striving to fix your child, and God knows we all want to fix your child because we all believe that our child has a problem, whatever the problem, and we need to find somebody or find a way to fix a child. So instead of doing that, <laughs> we ask the parents to look inward at themselves and focus on which role model they want to be for their children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So because usually parents believe that their priority is to spend all their money on fixing their child or finding the best schools or buying them everything. It makes us feel good. I mean, mm -hmm. we've all went to a toy shop or bought something for our children or even a candy or whatsoever mm -hmm. to please our child. Right. We all went through that. And we believe that that's important for mm -hmm. the child. And it makes us feel good because the child is happy. But is it essential? Is it the priority? I don't say it is not important, but mm -hmm. is it what we remember from mm. our childhood? Do we remember what our parents bought for us? Do we remember yeah. the tutoring? Do you remember the best schools where our, our parents may, if they had the money to put the money inside? I mean, my children take it for granted. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, schools, everything is gr granted you see uh -huh. so they don't see that for us it's very important and that we're investing so much money mm -hmm. and on the other hand what do they need the most is it where we spend a lot of money or is it the time that we're spending with them mm -hmm. what we're teaching them how we're showing up as an adult as a confident and 
joyful person mm -hmm. how we see life or are we always worried that we have to work hard so hard to get money to pay the bills to do this to do that and be stressed and show them that well it's okay to be a stressed adult to be able to pay everything mm -hmm. you see and how many are we in this trap running mm -hmm. after this never-ending race but this yeah. is not the most important so that's why conscious parenting brings you in another place where mm -hmm. okay what's essential yeah what do I have wow good question what's essential yeah what do my children really need from me are you mostly seeing parents where both parents are having to work and you're working with a mum who now is having to work and look after a child yeah I believe that in one way or another, a mother who's not working will have issues and a mother who mm. is working will have other issues. Mm -hmm. Because when you're not working, you also have some type of guilt of, oh, I'm not doing anything except taking care of the house. And sure, the housework and... is work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. but there may be in the back of the head because of our education, how uh, a human being is seen, the human being has to be successful. So what is the mm -hmm. definition of success? So the mother who's not working may have other issues being say, oh, I'm just a stay at home mom and I'm not developing my gift. I'm not developing myself I'm just taking care even if it's a hard job you know mm. it's really a hard job to be a mom either working or not working for me it's equal it's really hard because sure. uh, when you're working you can give the child to somebody to handle the, the crying and everything not wanting to sleep not wanting to eat so it's another struggle so there's trouble mm -hmm. I believe on both sides mm -hmm. but bottom line the mother is still going to have some questioning and feeling overwhelmed in both ways and sure. feeling some some lacks you see so that's why it's so important on both ways it's so important mm -hmm. to um, work on this guilt because she will have a guilt on both sides mm -hmm. guilt of not i mean having stopped work completely and not being able to be a successful woman like she wants to be or being guilty that she doesn't have enough time because she's working so she doesn't have enough time to take care of her kid so, so there's always something and mm. Mm. It impacts the behavior of the mother on the child because of this frustration that you may have deep inside and unconsciously makes you react to your child's behavior, makes you react to your spouse's behavior, makes you react to different things because unconsciously something is triggered. Mm -hmm. you see? So there's so, always going to be something to work on. Yeah. And yes, exactly. overwhelm is definitely there. I agree with you. I see it. Moms are overwhelmed. And whether you're working or not working, it's an overwhelming job to care for a, a house and children and making sure okay. the husband's happy, the child's happy, the, <laughs> the home is done. Yeah. There's always going to be something. So there's probably always a need for somebody to see a conscious parenting coach because very few people are able to just get this stuff uh, naturally. We need a few lessons, right? So if you were seeing somebody, what would be your number one lesson that you would want them to know that would maybe turn things around for them? So let's say, for example, they have a child that's in trouble right now. There's a teenager, very depressed, maybe even suicidal. Is that the kind of person that you would see, a parent of a child who's gone into depression and they don't know how to reach them? 
So you have to understand that there's two things. The child has some needs and the parent has some needs. Both have needs and issues. Mm -hmm. Okay, so in the case of having a depressive and suicidal child, Mm -hmm. it needs Mm -hmm. a special care Mm -hmm. that the mother cannot take over because it's a specialist. Okay, Mm -hmm. so all depend on the degree of the issue with the kid. Then the, the, the same for the mother. I cannot say that the coach is going to replace a psychologist depending on the trauma of the mother, mm. you see. But what conscious parenting is, is really making the mother understand how her behavior, her uh, vision of life, her well-being mm-hmm. is going to impact mm. the child's behavior, whatever mm-hmm. the level of where is the child at. So for example, if you have a child who's depressed and all that, and the mother is uh, unconsciously showing her stress to her child, worried all the time, how do you think the child is going to connect? Because he's going to feel, and you know, children, we don't have to talk much. Children, they feel everything. They're observers and they can feel if we're happy, if we're not happy, if we're worried, if we're stressed, they can feel it. So is the mother showing up based on the child's behavior is she uh, joyful excited hopeful always stressed worried and at the end the child can see it and the child is going to say well my mother is not well so how can she help me Mm. so then Mm -hmm. putting distance because the the child Mm -hmm. is not seeing the help because he's not feeling that the Mm -hmm. mother is in a good place so mm-hmm. that's why coming back to consciousness, being yes. conscious that, okay, how am I? How is my mm-hmm. life? How, how am I seeing life, my life mm-hmm. and my children issue, whatever? Yes. Because we all have issues, but it's, again, um, a question of energy and focus. Mm-hmm. Where are we putting the focus? And mm-hmm. usually mothers, honestly, we're always worrying, right? Mm-hmm. We're worrying all the time about what may happen. So, for example, mm-hmm. let's say you have a depression. <gasps> And what if he's going to commit suicide? And then mm. you cannot sleep at night, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. the mind is going everywhere. So I'm taking this example, but it can mm-hmm. be any other example. Your child right. has bad grades. Maybe he's never going to succeed in life. And mm-hmm. then you start spinning. Maybe mm-hmm. he has a problem. Maybe this, maybe that. Mm-hmm. And then you think what? You think that your body and energy is going to be positive and hopeful mm-hmm. and understanding? Or is it going to, to show up negative energy and of course, more stress. So mm-hmm. every time there's a small thing, you're going to burst and shout and be mm-hmm. impatient. Mm-hmm. We're human beings. Yeah. So beings mean feeling. So feeling means how are you feeling internally? Mm-hmm. And how is it showing up mm-hmm. with the, your interaction with your children? Are you putting mm-hmm. oil on the fire? Mm-hmm. Or are you putting sunshine and hope? Yes. So, okay. So that's a really good indicator of how you're helping your children. If you are showing up joyful, excited, hopeful, that is going to help your child be able to deal with his own emotions when they come up, his or her own emotions. But if you're stressed, worried, and getting upset all the time or quick to anger, you know that it's time to start seeing a coach <laughs> to help you with yeah. your emotions. And how yes, do you help people? 
with those emotions. Um, so yes, there are many ways. Okay, yeah. on my side, what is the quickest way in the moment mm -hmm. is the breath. But it starts by being aware that mm -hmm. we're triggered. That's mm -hmm. why it's a deep word. Because mm -hmm. why are we triggered? Mm -hmm. This is the first thing. Why are we triggered? Mm -hmm. And then how does it impact our reaction? Mm -hmm. Am I going to shout straight away? Am I going mm -hmm. to cry? Am I going to escape? Am I so being mm -hmm. aware of what's happening when you're triggered? Right. And then when you're aware of what's happening when you're triggered, okay, what can be the solution in the moment? Mm -hmm. You can say, for example, if there's a child shouting and everything, okay, mm -hmm. I understand that you're feeling mm -hmm. not well and I, I'm okay with it for you to mm -hmm. express your emotions and cry or whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go in my bedroom until mm -hmm. you get back to balance, you see? Mm -hmm. And if you need me, I'm there. Mm -hmm. Okay. But we have the tendency to want to fix everything. Oh, my poor child, stop crying or mm -hmm. changing the focus. So, mm -hmm. but the child has to express their emotion. I don't know if you saw this video mm -hmm. of a, a small baby of two years who was crying and crying and the father was just sitting next to him and observing the child crying and crying until he had no more energy and he mm -hmm. slept on his father's lap. Mm -hmm. So the father was there to witness the child okay. having big emotions. And it's just okay mm -hmm. to have big emotions because mm -hmm. that means that we need to release them. Of course, and as an adult, it's not good to shout all the time, but mm. when we start shouting, then, okay, wait, 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 I'm triggered. Mm -hmm. I have to show to my son that the solution or my daughter is not shout back, whatever mm -hmm. happened. So right. be conscious in the moment. Mm -hmm. Deep breath because breath helps the emotions mm -hmm. to regulate instantly. Right. As so long as work. you're aware. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's quick. It's mm -hmm. fast. Mm -hmm. uh, it's easy to remember, easy mm -hmm. to do, and mm -hmm. has fast results. Right. And then but just it be clear. By being aware. Huh? Mm, yeah. Mm, if you don't aware. have the awareness, mm -hmm. how can you do the exercise in the moment, in yes. the peace of the moment? Exactly. That's fantastic advice. Oh, the moms must be loving this. This is wonderful. <laughs> can you so give me an example that. of someone whose life changed from doing the work with you and how so, it changed for her children and her? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she came regarding a problem that she had with her son and she was worried about her son, her mm -hmm. son's behavior, and that she was putting more and more distance because she could not handle her son's behavior anymore. Mm -hmm. And so she was describing, my son is doing this, my son is doing that, I don't like, I don't know how to do, I'm getting more and more distance from him. And, and one day she gave me a special example. She said, yeah, he's coming to wake me up in the night. I don't like it. I don't like it because I'm going to be very tired in, in the daytime and I have so many things to do. So mm -hmm. that was her focus and her mm -hmm. priority, seeing mm -hmm. how the child's behavior was impacting her life. And uh -huh. then I asked her a simple question, but what do you think your child is trying to tell you through coming to wake you up every evening during the middle of the night? And it took her some time before she understood what her child was trying to tell her the trying was just trying to tell her mommy I need you mm. but I don't know how to express myself Aww. and when she shifted the focus that mm -hmm. her priority was how she was going to feel in the daytime because of not enough sleep and seeing that wow her child is asking for help 
and she's rejecting the child. And then understanding that the more she continues rejecting the child, the more it's going to create distance between the mother and the child. Mm-hmm. And the child has only this, to, even though he's 11, is the only way he found to show his mother that he needed help. So I said, just imagine the fact that your child doesn't come anymore and you can sleep well and everything is okay in the day. But then whenever he has a problem, he knows that he cannot count on you. Mm. <gasps> no, this is not what I want. This is not what I want. And then she started seeing her child's behavior with totally mm. new glasses. And she wow. started to see her focus about herself in a totally different way. Mm. Because at the end of the day, we mothers, what we try for the most, what we want the most is to have a strong connection with the children. That mm-hmm. means that no matter what happens to them, they will know that they, they can come and see us. Yes. They can come talk to us. Yes. And we can try to have a discussion, but at least we know what's the word of our children. Mm-hmm. How many children are silent? Mm-hmm. How many children are not sharing their life? Yeah. They're ups, they're down. You have to question yourself. Sure. Why? Wow. And if, you, if that's what we want, mm-hmm. what do we want mm-hmm. as a mother at the end of our journey with our children? What mm-hmm. do we want? Do we want them just to be successful and happy mm-hmm. and no communication and then everything is okay? You know, the superficial thing or really, we really want a meaningful relationship even when they're adults? Beautiful. I got goosebumps when you were telling that story. That that was amazing. (laughs) Yeah, sure. And so the difference in their relationship now. So once she'd made that shift, how does the relationship look now? So she she was totally stressed and she was stressing her children and it was Mm. creating this connection and she didn't like it because she was seeing it, but she didn't understand why. And Mm. when she understood why and she changed her focus every day, and understood what is really the priority in her life, then she Mm -hmm. saw her life as a global Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. a different way. So for example, Mm -hmm. she was telling me, okay, I'm a perfectionist. I like to have bedroom tied up, home tied up. But now, you know, Francoise, it's okay. It's okay if the washing is not done because I'm spending time with my children. Because at the end of the day, am I going to remember that my home was always tidy? Or am I going to remember the time that I spent instead Mm-hmm. with my children and then build Wonderful. good memories for my children mm. so then wow. yeah this is a huge shift because totally different. To mm-hmm. do 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 and remove okay i did the washing i did the, the, mm-hmm. the uh, whatsoever i did this but how much time did you remove quality time did you remove from your life with your children are they going to remember the washing and the tidy house or is it going to stress them in the future that they will say, oh, my mom was so much after me regarding clearing my bedroom and all that. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing they're going to remember, the stress that mm-hmm. you were giving them about mm-hmm. what were your priorities versus yeah. quality time that they spend with you and role modeling that you show them, you know, wow. and what is really important. But that brings up a problem in my mind because that housework doesn't go away. You still have to do it sometimes. <laughs> Yes. So, so when, time management. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you reorganize your time. Mm. You because you cannot be with your children all the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then you have to decide. Okay, is it the right time for me to spend some time with my children? And I can do this mm. at another moment instead yeah. of doing this, which is less priority. Uh, well, the less of priority. Mm-hmm. So then it's a question of time management. Of course, y- you know, even in in the corporate life. 
you have a lot of things to do, but what is essential that you have to do in the day? What do you have to do now? And what can you do later? Right. Good and point. Also, mm -hmm. Lauren, we have the tendency to do everything. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm. But if yeah. we educate our children, you know, we can ask for help too. Mm -hmm. But True. instead, we have the tendency to say, no, no, it's okay. I'm going mm -hmm. to do that. It's going to be quicker if I do it myself. But yep. is it helping our children? Mm, Are they yeah. then going to learn how to wash, how to do this or how to do that? Always a question of choice. Exactly. Yeah. So it's about saying, yeah, rather, mm, let's do this together. We've got half an hour. In half an hour, if we do the housework together, exactly. we can get it all done. And then we can go and do something wonderful together. Exactly. Yeah yeah exactly wonderful i mean there, there are basic things but i remember when i was hanging the clothes with my parents mm -hmm. yeah and for me it was quality time because i learned something mm -hmm. and i was doing things with my parents it mm -hmm. was not oh, my parents were always asking me to help them to put the clothes on the line and to mm -hmm. un remove the clothes but yeah now i know how to put the clothes in the line on this and that i know how to do things because i did it with them right. so I, I remember it as a fun time you know mm. So that was good parenting and conscious yes. parenting. Of course, it really helps to have had very conscious parents yourself. I, I think it must be a lot harder for parents if they didn't have very good parenting role models themselves. Totally. Have you worked with people who have told you that their role models weren't good and now they don't have yeah. a clue? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. There's a so, lot of stories, sadly. Mothers who reject their child because they wanted a boy instead of having a girl. Mm. Mothers who allow the father to beat the children. Sure. Uh, mothers who were, or fathers who were alcoholic and the impact on the child. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of stories coming from childhood. And of course, all this developed fear mm -hmm. and lack of self-esteem and mm -hmm. trauma. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's why the first part of the Conscious Parenting Program is to dare to be vulnerable because you have to remove all what is under the carpet in order to be able mm. to build on a strong foundation saying that mm -hmm. okay this is what they did when mm -hmm. I was a child they didn't know any other way at that time it's very hard to accept mm -hmm. they didn't know any other way at that time in the moment how to cope mm -hmm. as a parent Maybe mm -hmm. because they were beaten themselves by their parents. Maybe because oh. their parents were drunk already. So, you know, mm -hmm. they can reproduce. Maybe it was the only way to show their anger and frustration from their childhood. Mm -hmm. But that's the only way they found when mm -hmm. they were a parent. Yeah. So now are we going to keep that on our shoulders and mm -hmm. let it pull us down? Or are we going to let it go, which is very hard to do, sure. to let go, let go the past mm -hmm. and rebuild for ourselves and for our children in a different way because we mm -hmm. don't want to reproduce that for our children mm -hmm. right we don't want that who wants that for their sure. children yeah okay. and have, so have you been able to help people in those situations because those are huge things to overcome and like you said you've really got to do the inner work have yes. you been able to help those kind of cases really become totally different parents to what their own parents were yeah, especially a mother who had an um, alcoholic stepfather who was always beating her and the mother mm -hmm. was accepting to see that. No and, protection. Uh, the, mm -hmm. Yeah, and so she ended up leaving the house at 16 years old because she could not stand sure. the house anymore. 
-hmm. And so she had to spit it out. So it was a lot of sessions of crying and spitting it out and then mm -hmm. realizing that, wow, do I want to keep this burden and, and, and keep it as a secret for my children and, and show up not the true self that I'm meant to be. Mm -hmm. And again, it's a question of realization. Everybody has different stages of realization. It's never the same. It, and mm -hmm. it's a question of readiness. When mm -hmm. you're ready, wow. <laughs> it's awesome because you know it's like the lotus becomes the yeah. lotus was completely closed and the lotus becomes open and and the, the the mother realizes that wow i have so many gifts i have so many things that, that i didn't explore and now i'm ready to blossom blossom for mm -hmm. myself and blossom for my children that so, is amazing and stress goes out uh, you feel much lighter much excited about being a parent and solving issue in a different way and of course it shows it shows wow. on, on yourself and on your children oh, i can just imagine how amazing it is to be in your position and see those changes and see that person opening up like a lotus flower that is incredible The most fulfilling work that we can do is to help someone else fulfill their lifelong desires, isn't it? It's amazing. Yeah. We only have one life. So yeah. how do we want to live uh, always stressed, worried, and running after a never-ending race? Or do we really want to appreciate every day of it with yeah. no regrets? Mm -hmm. It's a choice. Absolutely. Wow. That is stunning. So how did your child get over that bullying incident? What did he have to learn? And how was the obstacle the way for him in that situation? Well, yeah, the bullying, um, like all bullying, they have the tendency to close up. So not share anything because they believe that they are the problem. Mm -hmm. If they're bullied, that means they are the problem. Mm -hmm. And it took some time before my son could express that. But I saw it through a behavior He didn't express mm -hmm. it openly, but he had mm -hmm. a behavior towards his brother. And through this behavior, I questioned myself. I said, I never saw you do that. How come you're doing that? And he started crying and he said, yeah, you know, I have this and that at the school. And I said, oh, wow. Okay, then I understand. It's his way of manifesting his pain of what he's uh, having at the school. So then he expressed everything, what was happening at the school. And I said, okay. If you wanted to stop, we have to go and talk uh, to the school. No, 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 I'm going to have more problems. I'm going to have this and that. I said, listen, you know, bulliers are usually doing that to one person, but not only you, other children. So mm. you want to be a hero and through your behavior, have other children stop their bullying too, because they don't mm. have the power to go and talk about the problem or you want it to continue. And then... So he was, what, he was 10, 11. And then he said, okay, let's go. And then in, what, one day, everything mm -hmm. was solved. Wow. All the bullying with the other children were stopped. Wow. Amazing. So then how did my child feel in this moment? Wow, he took back the control. Mm -hmm. He managed through his decision to stop mm. the bullying because I needed him, right? If mm. he didn't express what was happening to the school, nothing mm. would have stopped. Because they mm -hmm. need the witness, they need to understand who, when, what, where, mm -hmm. and then they had a, a, an approach according to that, and everything stopped. Amazing, and he became the hero. 
for himself and for the other children. Now he understands that when there's bullying, when he's witness of bullying, then he knows what to do because he was Mm. in this place. Is he Mm. going to just be an observer like other children? Mm -hmm. Or is he going to do something about it? So usually he goes and see the child who's bullied and he's going to tell his story for Mm -hmm. the child to become a hero too. So it Mm -hmm. starts by communicating with the parents. But if the parent is not in the right space and not available to talk, well, the child is going to keep everything because don't expect the child to go and see a stranger. Mm. He will prefer to talk to a parent. But to Mm -hmm. be able to talk to a parent, he has to be Mm -hmm. feeling trust with the parent. And to Mm -hmm. be able to feel in trust, well, Mm -hmm. conscious parenting has a lot of impact. But if he could find someone he trusts, like his teacher, or if there's someone that child can go to that's in authority who can help him, that already has solved. Yeah. Yeah. So sad that it may not be the parent. But... In some cases, children do have to find someone else that feels safe. Yeah. And sometimes it can be a brother or sister. Sometimes Mm. it can be a friend. Sometimes Mm. there are other ways. But sometimes the child believes that he's alone and that Mm. he's so afraid that he has to keep his secret. And Mm. then the damage in the adulthood are terrible, terrible. Mm. Because they keep this memory. Yeah. So it's a serious issue that mothers have to really, really be aware by observing their children's behavior. Mm, If mm. they see that the children's behavior is changing, is moody, they have to go and look what's behind. There's something behind. It may not be only bullying. It can be bullying pressure Mm -hmm. from a a teacher. Mm -hmm. It can be that, because this is also bullying. You're a stupid Mm -hmm. boy. You're never going to succeed and this and that. That's another way. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Wow, you've given us so much today. Fran, thank you so much. It's been really amazing. Is there anything you would like to end with to to feel that this has been complete? I would say trust yourself and take the time to pause on what really matters in your life and what is important for you instead of just running after your to-do list and how you have to show up in this world so yeah take the time to pause and also appreciate what you have because we have the tendency to always want more and more and not appreciating all what we have in this moment Mm. and we have a lot of abundance whatever Mm. the type of abundance that is beautiful thank you for those beautiful words and thank you so much for your time